So I was trying to come up with the perfect opening for this week's show, and as I'll admit it was a little bit of a struggle, especially after I realized that my friend comedian Tom Kelly had the perfect joke. So this is completely credited to him with his permission. Go ahead and follow him on social media at Tom Kelly Show. And this is his joke, but uh, I knew I couldn't top it. NPR is reporting, quote, Hillary Clinton was wobbly, weak in the knees, and needed help getting into a van. Which is, of course, exactly how Bill likes his women. Trump vs. Hillary starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah! <laughs> It does. I got the rockin' pneumonia and the boogie-woogie flu. Welcome to Trump vs. Hillary, <laughs> a.k.a. Tuesday Night Raw. A little inside joke for everybody here in the studio <laughs> and in the booth. Uh, I am Christian Blatt. This is Trump vs. Hillary. Follow the show on Twitter, at TrumpHillary16. Like us on YouTube. Comment, rate us on iTunes. All that stuff helps. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Christian DMZ. Next to me, for those of you watching on YouTube, Scott Moore, at SMan80. Stephen Helmkamp, not on the couch of dissent, at the end of the desk, at the corner of dissent, on Twitter, <laughs> at Stephen Helmkamp. Just feel it, Chelsea. Trying to, make it America move. great again, okay? Tr- trying to wheel herself away from the dance moves is Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. And those of you watching on YouTube, you don't see Drexel Hurd, but wait... He's with us. He lives on, and a little bit of Drexel Hurd lives on in all of our hearts. He's in the hospital with Hillary Clinton right now, <laughs> bedside. He's checking her vitals, and uh, it seems like she's going to be out on Thursday. Uh, via the phone, Drexel Hurd on Twitter at Drexel Hurd. Hello, Drexel. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, it's you know what? It's it's going great for uh, for all of us. Um, and uh, we'll we'll have you on the phone for probably the first half of the show, Drexel. Uh, but uh, we know you've got uh, places to be. But uh, that's what we like about Drexel. He would not miss this topic. He did not trust us <laughs> to talk about Nobody's this without him. To, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to kind of just talk about some facts. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Hillary Clinton was at a September 11th memorial uh, ceremony. And uh, she didn't feel good. She collapsed, and video started making the rounds of her being helped into the van. She apparently lost a shoe. Uh, you know, so there, so there's all that stuff. And then... That was not in- true. The shoe did not fit. <laughs> yeah, their shoe oh, so, so must have quit. Must have quit. Must yeah. quit, exactly. Thank you. I'm glad Stephen was on that page. So, uh, you know, that part's all fine. You know, look, you know, it, it was a hot day in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. she's, she's a little bit of an older lady. That, that part's fine. Um, the information, God. the information that came out of the uh, campaign, well, let's just say, left a little to be desired uh, in the uh, accuracy department. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I think that what you see here is when Hillary's campaign gets flustered, uh, their first reaction was to lie, misdirect. And obfuscate. I looked up the word to make sure I was using it right, and I did, and I was really happy. Uh, right now, thank that. you. I'm very proud of myself. Right now, uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton is uh, the great and powerful Oz. Pay no attention to the wobbly woman behind the Iron Curtain, <laughs> the hacking wobbly need woman. So, um, I don't know who to start with. I should have. I should have actually brought a prop. I should have brought a quarter and flipped a coin. <laughs> you should have brought the Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that we the, had the, last. The, week. The, the, the Hill, oh yeah, well, the, the Hillary <laughs> sign, which the stand-in for, Ste- stand for Stephen. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna start with our our telephone guest Drexel. I feel like you're a visitor <laughs> yeah. here on the show. Um, give us your thoughts on on the facts, but specifically as they unfolded. Not so much as we know today on Tuesday, but as that day went along and we started to hear things. Uh, what was your reaction in the immediacy, and what did you think as the day went along, Drexel? Uh, well, first of all, the campaign never lied. Um, but I got a lot of texts and Facebook messages and tweets. Like I woke up to all of that Sunday um, uh, about what I thought when I saw the video because, you know, Wolf Blitzer played it 40 times in less than 10 minutes that day. Uh, so my first reaction, of course, was like, I hope she's okay. And then, well, let's just wait for some answers after that. Um, I think throughout this campaign, I've been pretty critical of the way that the Clinton campaign communication team has been. Uh, when it comes to what David Axelrod called over the weekend uh, penchant for privacy, because we know uh, that despite the perception of trouble almost every time something comes out, uh, it's a disappointment to Republicans and Stephen. Uh, so the campaign has to definitely do better, and the campaign and uh, Jennifer Palmerari, the uh, campaign communications director, acknowledged that over the weekend. Uh, we saw during President Clinton's interview um, over the um, on Sunday, and then Hillary's on CNN or Monday. Uh, that they're trying to do, they're trying to be a little bit more forthcoming uh, with personal information. Uh, that said, I can understand why they don't overly trust the press, and why would they? Because you know you've got Emmy-winning journalists out there making stuff about CNC <clears throat> meetings. Um, so look, I think the Trump campaign paid it uh, played a smart card by not digging into it, um, especially considering his campaign manager um, today. Sorry, I'm bringing it up. Uh, stated that we all have a right to privacy. Um, I appreciated Trump's response uh, and Clinton's response is what any normal person probably would um, would say. Um, I found out this week that I haven't been I haven't taken a sick day all year, so I and I definitely been sick. And sometimes you you know you can't bear on you can bear along through certain things, or you don't want the perception that you can't handle something. And that's what uh, Hillary Clinton did. And I think uh, if anyone can get birth, campaign as twice as a first lady, campaign as a senator, and win campaign against the Obama machine and win more votes, log more miles than any secretary of state in history, sit for 11-hour hearing and then get back on the campaign wagon again, I'd say she earned a nap uh, for the day. And uh, President Obama was in Philly today, and so that was great. I saw that. Well, uh, you know, and and look, you mentioned the Trump campaign. You know, the the best move for Donald Trump was to uh, send a very sincere, you know, get well soon because you can infer anything you want into it. That's all he needs to say is get well soon. He gets as much mileage out of it. Um, So Mm -hmm. now I want to ask Stephen, who might have been uh, (laughs) stewing a little bit in his seat. Um, Drexel said that uh, the campaign uh, did not lie at any point, and maybe they didn't lie on on Sunday, but do you feel like they've been forthcoming about the the status of uh, former Secretary Clinton's uh, well-being? Of course not. It was another lie. She was diagnosed with a pneumonia two days before right. that whole incident happened. It's not well, a lie, though. That's, that's, and then that's Anderson that's just withholding information. You can be, you can be sick. You're traveling around. You're campaigning. You're exerting so much energy. It's okay to be sick. You're a human being. But it's just another lie. So anyone it's who's like either lie. on the fence... We'll let him finish and then we'll go to Scott. It absolutely is. No, no. Wait, that... They didn't come out and say there That's was a diagnosis, lying. or because they had blamed it on because pollen. they said that yeah, it was an allergy. They said they that it was that on she was dehydrated and she was hot and wearing a long sleeve shirt, and that was the reason why she fell over. Your whole Secret Service and everyone else around you is wearing a pantsuit and a full on suit. <laughs> no one else was falling over. Your cough at that rally was part of your pneumonia diagnosis. But again, we're just dodging and, and whatever. If you want to come out and say I'm sick, I've got the flu, I need to take a rest, by all means, get better, take care of yourself. But it's just another lie. 
Uh, I think it's Scott, more like just Scott, the you seem to disagree. Yeah. No, I, I think you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because if she said something, you know, on Friday, then it's going to play into this whole thing that she's weak. And and again, I, I, I have a problem with focusing on her health as, to me, it feels like it's a, a sexist comment to say, she's a weak old woman, she can't handle herself. Uh, whereas it's smart that Donald Trump didn't actually say anything because if he elected, he'd be the oldest elected uh, presidential president and uh he has no room to talk about his health as as we've seen he's he's displayed none of his health records at all um there's yes, a letter out yeah the letter says he's the best health ever to but be fair you, that letter's from from uh, dr Scholes or dr martin yeah, no, like i think dr martin, martin actually it's, it's, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. is that the left was saying that her health was just a big conspiracy theory no, I'm not time. saying it's a big conspiracy we're questioning theory. about her health. Well, and I, she I, think I mean, here's the thing, out, and I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Scott finish in a second. I mean, obviously, the health of candidates is certainly an issue. Right. It was an issue when it was John McCain. You know, it's always it, been yeah. an issue, and we can go years back, yeah. and, and we can talk about how people have hidden their health woes uh, in the past, and uh, you know, just in recent history, it's happened a lot. Um, yeah, Howard yeah. Dean couldn't hide how uh, crazy he was. Well, I mean, when you just think about just in the 50s and 60s, and you think about like Lyndon Johnson, let out a woo, and, and but I didn't want to sound. Crazy. Uh, it's all right. I mean, it's definitely something that's been kept under wraps, and and there is that really fine balance. Of I mean, we of, had a we we had a four term president who right. you know the term that they use then he was crippled. You well, know, and by his fourth walk. and by yeah. his fourth term he, he had congestive have, heart failure, and his doctor he said not he was going to die if term. he ran for yeah. the fourth term, and he right. did. Uh, Lyndon Johnson would have died of a heart attack if he had run and won again in office. So, I mean, there is definitely health issues. And, yes, I think it's important. And I think, yes, she does have to come back and give yeah. more of her, her medical records out now because now people are well, going to continue to question her health. But as and, far and as the big honestly, picture, it's not a that was the most frustrating thing about right. it was the, the media, but more social media narrative yes. was, hey, we don't get to ask about this. We don't get to talk. It was like, well, she collapsed and we've seen it. Right. It's not she was rumored to have collapsed. Exactly. So I think we need to talk about it. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it's fine. And I think that, you know, for whatever it's worth... She's the one who we see coughing and now we've seen right. falling. So it's why it's being made an issue for her and not so much for Trump. I mean, it's just a simple, like, look at Trump. I don't know what that thing is on his head, but it's some kind of growth <laughs> that needs He's to be removed. He's got amazing <laughs> stamina. Can I, can I say something? That's not what Melania says. Uh, Chelsea, what were you going to say? As much as we're focusing on physical health, which yes. I understand... Yes. Um, and you can't seriously take that letter from that doctor yeah, seriously. On. The Bible, I take yeah, I take yeah. it seriously as all right, the Bible. But, uh, wow! Almost, so you don't take the Bible <laughs> seriously <laughs> then at all? It's good to know. <laughs> uh, probably more important to me than physical health is mental mm-hmm. health. Yes. And so I would really like three doctors <clears throat> to a psychologist, psychiatrist to evaluate. Both Hillary mm-hmm. and Trump, a full psych workup that is fully public. In the five seconds since you said that, Dr. Drew just signed up and said, I'll do it. <laughs> so you already got one. But I, I want the test run, like the MMPI, and all those tests that tell us or give us a sense at least of how honest, truthful, the veracity for, you know, consistency and reliability. I think that's really important, especially in this day and age where the conservative. Uh, solution to the gun uh, mass shooting problems sure. is all mental health. So if mental health is such a big deal, I want to see yeah. no, mental no. health I mean, it's a great point. It's a great Seeing point. the mental health and, of course, physical <laughs> health, that's something we should see for uh, all of our mm-hmm. candidates. And I want to see things like, I understand now that narcissism is not included as a disorder in the most recent edition of the DSM 
or so I've heard. I'm not a yeah. psychologist or a psychiatrist to know exactly, but this is. But she plays one on TV. <laughs> um, and, but I, I want those. Sure. I, I want to know how how narcissists. I mean. To some extent, you can say we're all narcissistic. We're all concerned about ourselves. We're, we're all on camera right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But at, at somebody some point, checked her makeup and her selfie stick. <laughs> what? That, no. was, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Oh my God. And by the way, I got that advice to do that from, from me. Christian yeah. <laughs> after I finished uh, fixing my hair. Yes. But anyway, so the point is, yes, we should we should have all these right. things on our candidates. Uh, a perfect example of something that you know what we have no business in is there's this effort. Um, I was just reading this actually just a little while ago, so so it wasn't in the notes. But there's this effort to try and unseal the court records for uh, uh, for Donald and Ivana mm. Trump's divorce 26 years ago. You know what? We don't need to know. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, if it was within mm-hmm. the last few, it was during the campaign. If it sure. was recent, it's 26 years ago. I, yeah. I don't need to know. He was a private citizen. Why do yeah, we need to know that? I, I think that, well, that who cares about that. Are you? His divorce filings. I mean, it's I mean, not, not, it's not, not a criminal record. Filing, but the fact that he was a private citizen. Yeah, that doesn't. I'm ex- saying that doesn't exclude his divorce him from no, 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 filings. But, I mean, it's a divorce filing. It's not you know an unsealed. Yeah, it's not right. unsealing a criminal no. record. Right, so, and, it's old, and yeah. that is old news. But no, it has nothing to do. Right. Him so being a private citizen, citizen does make so, a difference between Hillary Clinton. So who's the, been in it's like you see this kind of like overreach by people that feel like I you know they're just always trying to dig it up, and it's like I don't know what we're going to get out of there now. If a judge rules that we get it, well, I'm certainly going to be interested in knowing what's in there. But <laughs> I'm not asking it. for yeah. it. I'm going to want to know. There's got to be something. I mean, if, if the dirt's there. If, yeah. if she doesn't want it to go out there either, you know? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, so I guess that uh, that's what it really came down to was that uh, she's got pneumonia. She uh, canceled a trip out here. Uh, I believe she was coming out to L.A. Seth mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, um Bunch I, of fundraisers. She canceled Vegas. Yeah, cancel a lot of fundraisers. So yeah. that means you're not going to Vegas. Well, now? I think the ca- the fundraisers were still on. Uh, yeah, Bill, Bill, and Bill was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she'll take that Which, money. Honestly, honey. Yeah. you know, it'd probably rather meet Bill anyway. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, and I think that uh, you know, if you know, now it's going to be tough for her though because. They don't want to ease up on her schedule because then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? It is too much for her. But at the same time, you pretty much can't get any more video of her having trouble, you know, getting downstairs or anything. Right. Because there is, as we've talked about, the the conspiracy ther- theories out there, you know, that she's very sick and uh, she, you know, for the, the sake of her health, uh, she should uh, she should. And that conspiracy and... theory is now proven. It's not a theory. Well, that's, now, that's, there's conspiracy that's, theories that there's, 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 there's No, I'm talking about. You know, like I always say, Stephen. Right. She's uh, sick and you know, she's frail. It's, it's proven it's now. Very laughable. When I'm, you think I'm talking about. Yeah, there's, there's there's wait, wait, hang on one second, Drexel. The, I'm talking about theories that she has Parkinson's. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. what I'm saying. And, and the fact like, that she has a catheter like falling yes. out of her yeah. family. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Right. So now we'll all be quiet and let Drexel talk because he's on the phone. But, but um, you know, I don't think that these last, especially Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I think just from a ground game perspective, yeah, I think that would have, you know, she would have benefited uh, maybe three days from that. But from a news cycle perspective, it wouldn't have made much of a difference because President Obama was out in Philly today um, and uh, Michelle Obama is out um, later this week, um, either Wednesday or something like either Wednesday or Friday or something like that. So I don't think that um, that Hillary Clinton probably would have sucked up the news cycle. I think President Obama came out pretty strong uh, today in Philadelphia and Michelle Obama is going to come out strong later this week. So Hillary Clinton probably would not have been in the news all that much um, that would have helped her. Um, and I think that the Obama's well, going out it, there and Elizabeth you know, Warren out on Friday. And you know, Bernie Drexel, uh, Drexel it's a good thing you mentioned it because uh, speaking of the news cycle, 
this actually came at a pretty good time for uh, Hillary uh, as she was uh, being criticized for uh, the uh, basket of deplorables comment. Uh, what she said was, to just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. And she argued that uh, Trump has lifted up people who are racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, etc., she later uh, retracted the half part, so apparently there's still a basket, but it's not the double gulp size, it's the big gulp size. Uh, so, you know, not too far off from uh, Mitt Romney's uh, 47% uh, comment. What? What? If it's, such, what? No. it's half! She's saying it's about half, so, you know, what? It's I, half. half is half! No. Chelsea, no. are you trying to tell me that half isn't half? Half does not equal half? Anyway... I'm not going to respond I, I, I have to so that. Many, yeah, so many things no, I can respond Chelsea, to on respond. that. <laughs> I want to hear Chelsea. Yes, are, you you defending, are you defending the basket of deplorables? Well, Chelsea? that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you, do you feel like it's all right to to characterize the supporters of your opponent as it, deplorable? Don't you it, talk what? about me like that, Chelsea? <laughs> so you're the other. Wait, wait, hang on. The other half. This is news. You're supporting Trump. You're you're a supporter officially. But I feel like Hillary Clinton just called me and put me in the basket of deplorables. Probably. All right, Chelsea. You have the floor. Thank you. Uh, I, be far off. It was definitely not a smart thing to say, sure. but compared to the things that Trump said and that he's now saying that she's disqualified for saying something like this, <laughs> which would be insulting to so many Americans, like, excuse me, you insulted <laughs> me every other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for him to try and bury her because of this vicious attack, I can't even believe that attack, that it was some you know vicious, vile thing and really that these people are hardworking Americans. But the truth is, is that there are some hardworking Americans who are racist, <laughs> homophobic, and the sort. So it wasn't a smart thing to say. But for some people, it was not an inaccurate thing to say mm-hmm. to describe that. Hey, their yeah. votes still count. I, right. But there's racist, homophobes on the other side as well. So it's not just on the uh, Republican side. But there are hardworking Americans who have nothing against... When Trump said no. Mexicans are mm-hmm. rapists and criminals, did you come on here and say, but you know, white people are rapists and criminals too? Did, did you say that on no, the show? No, but agreed. Well, the point that you made that Trump has said some idiot, horrible rhetoric things, yeah, I completely agree with you. But there are people in America who have just been casually watching the news and have no malicious intent against Hillary Clinton, but like what Trump says, maybe a few of his policies and where he stands on some issues, and they want to vote for Donald Trump. So for Hillary to come out and say that... They feel offended. That's See, not, no, no, but that's not the happy. Wait, yeah, hang, hang on one second, Drexel. We'll, we'll, we'll let Scott I, speak, I was, and then we'll go. I was to just going to say, but that's the, how she prefaced it. Yes, she shouldn't have said that, but she did preface it by saying gross, generalistic. And but Trump then she said, never but she said the other half are these hardworking like Americans who have felt they're left behind, and those are the things that have been left off because she did say that. And that is true. Um, and yes, I would never say a, a, a number if I was going for a gross generalistic. I would say there is a, a group of his supporters who are X, Y, and Z. Um, and That's that is true. But a good point. Would that comment have been okay with you if she would have just, just posed it the way ch- that... St- there's that, a chunk uh, of voters Scotch of supporters said. that are no, this she, and that. Because be right. there are. Of course and, there are. Yeah, there are. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean. So, the idea that there's just a small segment right. of a group of people who you can characterize in a certain way uh, sounds actually an awful lot about radical Islamic terror in the term that they use. It's like a very specific number. Don't put a percentage right. on it. Now, Drexel, before we move on, you had something you wanted to say, but uh, I wanted to let Scott finish. So, no, it's, your, no, it's your totally thought on... I, I was just going to um, say a couple of things. You know, Paul Ryan 
throughout this campaign has called Trump's remarks racist. Uh, you know, Mike Lee, you know, called on the campaign today to uh, denounce David Duke. So, um, you know, I obviously thought that at first when I heard it, I was like, oh, it was that maybe another gap. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that, you know, Hillary Clinton was at an LGBT uh, fundraiser that nobody seems to mention in any news cycle that the audience um, was very specific um, to a target of Donald Trump and his supporters uh, throughout the campaign. So, um, I think a week where Donald Trump, you know, kind of dangerously answered questions about foreign policy, where he praised President Putin, um, you know, where he talked about pulling 9-11, you know, victims of 9-11 out of the rubble while he was at the same time giving interviews on TV um, and talking about Muslims, you know, uh, celebrating in New Jersey. Um, David Duke coming out at the same time. And I, I think that Hillary Clinton's comment was something, and I mentioned to Stephen over the weekend when he texted me about this. I said, you know, if um, you know, if Chelsea, myself, or Scott were walking down the street uh, and somebody said something, I think that uh, you know he'd a be the first person to say something, um, and he would probably think that the same. He would probably think the same thing about that person that Hillary Clinton has been talking about um, over the past uh, few weeks. She's made this statement a couple times already, and it's not made the news. But the moment that she put a half on it, that's when it made the news. Um, and you know, you know, Sunday, uh, Donald Trump called uh, uh, Senator Warren Pocahontas again. So this is nothing new for Donald Trump, and and this is exactly what Hillary Clinton's talking about. This is exactly what she should be talking about, um, because at the end of the day, that's a quarter of America that wasn't going to vote for her anyway, um, and. Uh, you know, this is true stuff. You know, today or over the weekend in New York City, I was reading an article and I posted it about how um, this Muslim woman was walking her kid down the street and um, in what I like to call Trump's America, um, you know, somebody lit her on lit her garment on fire as she was walking down the street and basically told her to get out of America. So this is the kind of stuff that Hillary Clinton is talking about, and uh, this is the kind of stuff that you know folks like Stephen, who don't who casually quasi support Donald Trump, uh, should be talking about and kind of denouncing every once in a while. Do you denounce that? Because a Lighting crazed somebody. person lit someone's clothes on fire? Absolutely. That's not okay. Okay, just checking. But there's more, there's all kinds of senseless acts of violence well, going on in America. That's not the only type that's going on right now. He didn't say it was the only. No, 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 but he's <laughs> just using his example. Yeah. And the thing that you mentioned, you know, about them still not really wanting to completely 100%. Yes, they say they don't want the endorsement of David Duke, but the condemnation is probably not as strong as it could be because mm-hmm. as we've talked about, I think we talked about it last week, maybe two weeks ago, they still want the David Duke supporters to vote for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're right. not crazy. Absolutely. You don't want to alienate them. So you just, you, they are distancing well, well, them as they, much they as they need, can. They need them. Yeah. yeah. They don't like have the math to be able to win without guy, getting a high white straight male sure. vote. That guy they that lit that woman's math. garment on fire, you can't say that he was wearing a Make in America Great t-shirt at the time. You can't say that he's voting for Trump. You don't know that. That's just assuming. No. Well, he's just some know. crazed lunatic but voting for I Jill mean, Stein. You don't know. Right, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking Jill Stein would be a lunatic. The rhetoric has sparked these people's um, um, outrage. You know, when the Bernie Sanders voters got out there, they were inspired to actually act, you know, to be active. The rhetoric there. hasn't inspired it. The, the shootings have inspired it. 9 11 kind of, inspired it. Close Orlando inspired it. San Bernardino inspired it. Not lighting right. somebody no. on the street. Speaking uh, of Bernie, yes. it's been I would violence. Really, I, Chelsea has something burning. Thanks, thanks. thanks. (laughs) Uh, Bernie spoke out today at a protest for the Dakota Access Pipeline, and I would really love to know what Hillary and Trump would say about that massive controversy. And since we don't have 
comments from them, I don't think. I think I'd like to know what Stephen believes Trump would say about that if he did make a statement on it. I don't know. I don't want to speak for Trump. Well, he's called him Pocahontas, of course. I'm not going to speak for Trump. Oh, but I, I just he want would, somebody who, I guess, understands his, he his would way say, of thinking. He would probably say Bernie who and then move on. <laughs> no, but uh, this Tucker Carlson pipeline, pipeline is a really great indication of how somebody would deal with something that deals with energy, right, environment, right. water. Um, this is a really important thing that I think we need and Native their American comments. rights and, and, and well, there's a lot there. It would be very yeah. indicative of where somebody is for either of the candidates to come out and supportly support, strongly support mm-hmm. one side or the other. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just want to chime in on that real quick. Sure. I know uh, I agree with Chelsea on the Hillary Clinton piece mm-hmm. of it because I do know that part of her policy plan is to support Native American lands. Um, in situations like this. So, yeah, I mean, the Clinton campaign, um, is, uh, you know, is uh, probably has to come out and say something at some point. Yeah, I, um, I, I, you know, over the weekend, somebody mentioned that to me, and I said, oh, you know, I'm sure the Obama administration said, oh, probably, you know, we don't want to embarrass the, the White House, as they probably, as they did with the TPP. Um, so that's probably a, a, a position that... Uh, well, Hillary Clinton's Quite voting campaign. records with pipelines has not been too hot. When you look at the Keystone Pipeline, she made a bunch of money off of that, and some donor... Yeah, she didn't make any money off the, of it. Actually, the, contract, the contractor yeah. who was going to do the pipeline made a huge donation, and then he got the contract to actually do it. She now, this sounds to, like, this sounds like Clinton Cash It talk, is a part of Clinton Cash. And we don't have time cash. to talk Clinton Cash. Yeah, this yeah, sounds, sounds like Trump with the Attorney General of Florida. We need to be... Clinton is pro-pipeline. We need to have everyone in the studio to talk about Trump and check. There's one more thing I want to get from Drexel before we let him go, and I did want to get your thoughts, Drexel. We'll let you take the lead on discussing the Commander-in-Chief's mm. town hall that NBC did that uh, <laughs> I, I admit, I was like, oh, that's, that should be interesting, mm-hmm. I thought beforehand. And then when I slept <laughs> through it, I really didn't think it was that interesting. I had to go back and actually see what happened. Uh, Drexel, your takeaway from the from having a great opportunity where you're talking to the two candidates for president before any debates on a uh, primetime special. Um, Do you think Matt Lauer handled that interview well? And do you think that the American voters were well-informed about these two candidates after watching that? Uh, Well, first of all, I thought the whole thing was incredibly boring. But um, I, Matt Lauer probably should not have been... Matt Lauer is not necessarily a journalist that you would expect to give questions about politics. Right. Unfortunately, politics. Billy Bush was busy, so they had to go <laughs> to Matt Lauer. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that that's part of, that was part of the original problem. I know, you know, with NBC, they needed to kind of spread their 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 um, their people around. And, you know, if it had been Rachel Maddow, probably the Trump campaign probably would not have approved of some of those NBC commentators. And, and I, so, I, think, uh, um, I think Trump wouldn't have sat at a desk with Lester Holt. It's a with, joke. With it's a joke. Right. Right. Or, or, or Rachel Maddow or, or Lawrence O'Donnell or Chris Hayes or any of those well, guys. Lawrence Especially O'Donnell's crazy. So. <laughs> but um, I, I think that Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer, you know, did what Matt Lauer does on the Today Show and um, you know, he tried his best uh, to, to. The problem with Matt Lauer was that he only had 30 minutes per candidate, and he was too busy trying to speed up Hillary Clinton and then not fact checking Donald Trump that it made for a really odd debate. I mean, a really odd conversation. Well, there, there was um, a scintillating conversation with Hillary about email headers that I'm really glad he got in there because if right, he hadn't and, gotten and that in there. I think those there. are the questions that, um, that people, A, wanted to, to ask, um, and B, that Hillary Clinton, um, you know, has what I've always said needed a a solid answer on and, and like I said, hopefully she continues that that that, that answer. 
um, which is fine. And but I think when you only have 30 minutes to talk about foreign policy, um, I mean, I know like the third debate's all on foreign policy. I think we'll probably get a little bit more. Um, but that you know, you can just from that debate, you can kind of see who has a clear grasp on foreign policy, whether or not whether you agree with their direction of foreign policy or not. Um, you know, at least it's not Gary Johnson and Aleppo, but you know, Donald Trump has some pretty dangerous policies even even today at a rally talking about you know shooting iranian ships out of the water if they make a gesture at united states ships so you know that's the kind of stuff that can start you know world war three so uh this is the kind of stuff that uh, matt lauer probably should have sure. been getting at um but instead we were talking about how unfair um matt lauer was about not fact checking donald trump but you can't really fact check Donald Trump because he okay. doesn't really ever it would take, it would take okay. too long okay. to fact check alright before we let you go Drexel uh, we'll let Stephen have some parting thoughts for you what were you going to say Matt Lauer did fine the only reason the left is pissed is because they didn't counter Trump when he said I didn't vote for the war in Iraq he said one thing on the Howard Stern because he had never been asked that question before months and months after that 10 other interviews he said I do not vote for the war regard to that's in regards true. to you the Iranians the Esquire, actually that's uh, very true you, you can fact Esquire check that and all day that's not a hard I, thing to fact check you guys disagree so we'll move on to the next In point, terms of the Stephen. Iranians, they're taunting us and they're bullying us and they want to hold our people hostage until we give them $400 million in cash. Which, and by the so, way, every time I hear that, I'm like, if you if they have our, our citizens, uh, I'd rather give them money than, you know, uh, get into some kind was, of military action. Yeah, we already know what yeah, the money was. The fact and is, that's the money they owed you. Yeah, you know? it, was money. it was money we owed them, yes, but they were not letting our people By the way, try, try doing that with the mob. You know, try holding on to money that you owe the mob. So the Iranians are actually, you know, less of a threat than the mafia. Anyway, your thoughts. They're taunting us. They're laughing at us. They're making violent gestures at us, chasing us with their speed bumps. So if Trump wants to fire a warning shot at him, by all means, we're uh, yeah, the superior okay, power. So that, How are we going to allow them to continue to do that? Giuliani thing and, uh, until the war is over, anything is legal. Yeah. And that, that alone... Uh, should scare the shit out of uh, most Americans when right. it comes Why? to because we want to be safe, because we don't want to be bullied uh, around, we don't want our going. people to be held hostage. That but, should scare us. But firing a shot is not the best solution. No, it's not. Right. A warning <laughs> shot? That, that's what we're talking about, not yeah. holding people hostage. I it's, think we've been pretty good at hostage negotiations right. over the years. Uh, not saying that, you know, uh, Carter, you know... As you uh, say, Jimmy uh, Carter would disagree. Iranian <laughs> but, uh, not Reagan. Yeah. And if Trump yeah. yeah. actually that do it or not ago, is a whole was, other thing. For him yeah. to make that threat and that verbal threat, I think that's awesome. Let him know, like, we have weapons and we will use them. For him to actually do it, now that's a whole other issue. That's a whole other deal. So you would Hang on one second. We'll let we'll, Drexel. You tie up your uh, thought, and then uh, we'll let you talk, Chelsea. Sorry, I was just going to say, uh, you know, every time Ob- President Obama says something, uh, you know, he's not trying to start World War Three, and he's been making, uh, um, you know, declarations and statements over the past few years of his presidency. So, um, yeah, you know, Donald Trump broke. comes out and he says it a little yeah. bit differently, and it and, and all of a sudden it makes a, it makes a difference. But but the difference is is that you know. Donald Trump will actually pull the trigger, and President Obama will probably use more, and Hillary Clinton will probably use more diplomatic channels. So. I'd rather show well, mean, strength so he doesn't have to. Well, they, show strength without having to use Because oh, that's force. working out so well. It has, oh, it, Obama it or Hillary would use drones, so that's the difference. Yeah, I mean, it's not actually pulling a trigger. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Drexel, uh, we know uh, you have a, a busy evening. So thank you for uh, making the time Hi. to call in. We'll Later, see you bro. next week. Bye, guys. All Bye. right. Bye. We'll talk to you then. Uh, so, Chelsea, do you remember what the point you were trying to make that uh, Drexel 
talked over you. He's not even here, and he's still talking <laughs> over you. Uh, not really, but it had something. I think it was that you want him to say, we're going to shoot at you, and then not do it. It's just before I we didn't say that. Well, you if said we're it's fire warning warning shot. to it. No, I, don't like I want him to put escalation. the threat there and let him know, like we have the weapons to stop you oh, because, from doing that. Because they don't know knows. that exactly. I was but like, people don't know that. That's, that's, so you rather you like, rather have you rather have this is very juvenile. You'd rather playground have U.S. citizens bully. be held ha- be held ransom you're, and you're be bullied around <laughs> by Iran. No, nobody's been has been no. bullied and show some Iran. strength. You're ridiculous. No. How? Because you're treating this like this is how you deal with a, a playground right. bully, and it's not. Okay. It's a very so just what, what immature. Do you do? Very different way. What do you do? You just pay the ransoms. We don't pay ransoms. If you realize that we, do, that's not policy. In the I US think it's pretty clear ransoms. that it was a ransom no. that's come out as a no, ransom. No, it has not come out as a All ransom. Right. That was money that was owed to them. We do not pay ransoms. That's a government policy. We right. Do not uh, we just have citizens that were going to be released. I know until the, it was made. Uh, Sometimes the show's it's just better to not. I know the show's winding down. By the way, but uh, no. if in the booth, if no, no, if we can get the uh, chat room in there because we haven't had a chance to uh, interact with the people in the yeah. chat. Uh, one thing I want to make sure we get time for is something that Scott sent. Uh, it was mm. the census report today yeah. uh, on income and the ideas that that helps the incumbent. Including yes. that our incumbent party, obviously right. President Obama can't run again, but the incumbent party has a 58%. Well, that's not true. Let's, let me rephrase that. President Obama has a 58% approval rating. Right. Now, his party is the incumbent. Exactly. Yeah. They're saying uh, he's up, taking he, a third term. And he's the up 15 party. points from right before the uh, 2014 midterm mm-hmm. election, which did not go the way the Democrats wanted. Um, so, are people just you know getting a little bit more. Wistful for the fact that Obama's not going to be around and that they have to vote for for one of these two uh, lesser evils. inferior yeah, candidates I, I, I that, that, that they that's they there. want the third term of Obama if they can figure yeah. it out. Um, but I mean, I think it's interesting. And then also, yeah, I saw that uh, specifically. U.S. household income it was a record increase in year. 2015 mm-hmm. after years of stagnation, suggesting the recovery from the Great Recession was finally lifting ordinary citizens who had been largely left behind. Uh, the economy was a major factor in 2008. Uh, if people feel, you know, it doesn't matter what all these stats say, if people right. feel that they're doing okay... Uh, then there'll be uh, something to be said for that. Yeah. But but the 5.2% is a, is a big increase, and the yeah. 1.2% of people dropping out of poverty level is also big. And and, and so those are huge things. That's the biggest uh, drop in year-to-year in the census recorded history. So um, that's really good news, not just for political stuff. I mean, it really is good news for everyday Americans that they're able to uh, be making more money and be in a better place than they were. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If Hillary gets elected and she goes down, in what way? Like like if, she goes, down? if she goes down before January, no, like she gets oh, taken like, out, like assassinated. Oh, Jesus. I, Say she gets I thought you were talking Where, about yeah, like no, indictments or. If she okay. did, if right. she did, All right. before we... Obama's out of office, would he then. No, no, no Tim Kaine would, would be president. Tim Kaine would be president. Yeah, okay. because that's, yeah. So I was just thinking of a creative I mean, way Obama. That's not, Stephen no, Helmkamp no, 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 no. at Stephen <laughs> Helmkamp. <laughs> the Secret no. Service needs his phone number. You can now, contact actually, me. that is something that came up back in 1960 because Kennedy was uh, potentially almost. They tried uh, this crazy guy from New Hampshire almost tried to blow him up in, in Palm Beach's house in 1960, and that would have been a kind of a constitutional crisis. Like, what would have happened? Had he, he wasn't had, was it after the what, election? Yes, it was, oh, okay. it was in December of 1960. What would have happened? So he hadn't been sworn in, right? Would would uh, Lyndon Johnson have been uh, become his president instead because he was the winning VP candidate? Yeah. What would have happened? But yes, the president's term expires on January 20th, regardless. And then uh, you know, 
they would have to make the uh, changes. Yeah. Likely, but that, that is something that has never happened before. But um, and I, so hopefully never will. It, it, yeah, I love we shouldn't have to worry about history. that. <laughs> so it would be Tim Kaine. I'm sorry. It well, be likely. Bernie. I mean, that I is a good how, question. In what world but, it would have been Bernie? But I just, yeah. in case you were holding out hope, it's not Bernie. <laughs> Thanks. So. It, it would not be Obama, Obama unfortunately, because um, his term expires. Talking about people who aren't going to be president. Gary Johnson doesn't know where Aleppo is. And, you know, we were talking, and, like, I, I had to think about for a second where Aleppo is, but I'm not running for president. Right. Yeah. None of us here are running for president, but um, I don't know. I think, it, you know, look, there are definitely gotcha questions that presidential candidates get. That wasn't one of them. That was a conversation, you know, and he's like, well, what about in Aleppo? And he's like, the who now? You mean the dog food? No, sir. That's Alpo. Right. That's, that's, that's Alpo. Like, but you know what? Food. I have a lot of respect for how he handled right. it or the way that I heard that he handled mm-hmm. it. He said, I messed up. I blanked. No excuse. Right. It's not the question. No, of the yeah, that's true. He yeah. owned up to it the way I would say neither of the other two candidates mm-hmm. would have. So there's, some, there's a little bit of respect for that. But I think it that. is an indication that people, the, the things that come to mind for people in politics are not about the consequences of our military actions. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's uh, a sad but true fact in America is that we want to be militarily aggressive, but then we don't really care so much about the consequences. And, and of the it. details too. I was going to say they don't. We don't really seem to care about the actual details on what's actually happening on the ground. Um, but in his defense, I will say though, the, the way the question was asked was. And it was like, and what about Aleppo? It was random. a little weird. Like, it was the way it was, and I'm not saying, like, and he right, didn't take the excuse, but it was a weird way of phrasing it. And he didn't try and get off. out of it by saying that the question was sort of Right, and he did, that was great. Because we've all yeah. seen, you know, uh, other candidates, maybe yes. not for president, who would have the definitely pretended they knew, what they, they knew about it. It's like, well, I think it's a serious issue that requires more consideration. And they try to talk around yeah. it. But and it then, was a weird way they phrased it. Yeah, let me get back to my five-point plan. Omar Ochan in... The uh, in the chat room, Stephen really hates Hillary Rodham Clinton. Do you hate Hillary Clinton? I don't hate anybody. I don't. Oh, I hate corruption. Is... You hate, you hate <laughs> corruption. Well, you, then hate... you definitely shouldn't even think about Wait, hate corruption in politics. We can ask him because you're here. Yes. What do you think of Trump hiring David Bossy, who we dubbed the yes. Godfather of Citizens United? He used to run Citizens United, yeah. and now he's on. Trump's, Trump's done campaign. a lot of dirty things in his past. I'm not, I'm not proud about it right like, now. He just hired him a few weeks ago. He just joined. Uh, the it was, campaign. Yeah, we, it was news when we talked about it uh, last, last week. week. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's who we wanted to bring on his team. I don't know. I don't think it's great. I, I think mean, what Stephen meant to say whatever. is, well, at least he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, my biggest thing, I don't hate Hillary Clinton. It's just that I don't I don't like the corruption. I can't well, stand I, the line. But then you can't with Trump then because that's all, he has a background of corruption as well. So I agree. Say he that. hasn't so paid then, contractors. He's put small businesses out of work. I agree. There's some stuff I don't like about Trump for sure. I can see both sides of the coin. But because Hillary's history is longer and more public, right, then there's more. I mean, I, I think Trump's history is just as public. Well, okay, he won't even not put his much. tax records out right, there. It's not as much. He's Still not, waiting for his, those. His, his, when Matt Lauer asked him about his experience that with you know foreign affairs that would allow him to be a good commander in chief, he's like, I've traveled around the world and I've built a business. I mean, if you're a private citizen, what other experience are you going to have in terms of foreign affairs? And I think that's as someone a, you I want think as a to private, be president. But I then. think as a private citizen, he 
he does have some decent experience in foreign affairs. I mean, he's done business with all the countries around the world. I guess I can I run mean, for president too because I've done production management for TV no, shows around the world. No, built an empire. You should run for president, Scott. I've, I've hired local Scott. people around the world. Built so. a billion empire around the world. Yeah. I'm not saying that is better than any you, other politician who's been in office you, forever. What makes you good at something is you run businesses, and then you don't let us see really the fruits or lack thereof of those businesses, i.e., the tax returns. How can we take anything seriously that you? Credit to your business experience. He's under audit, Charles. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, the, you don't really a, believe there's that. A quick point. There's don't a touch quick point me. to talk. Did he touch you? We're gonna have to. Know, we're gonna have to put are... you back on the couch. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. There's no touching on the panel. Uh, the, we, very briefly, <laughs> oh, we'll talk about the uh, Real Clear Politics average has. Hillary Clinton up 2.4. Margin of um, error. Mar- that's well within the margin of error, as I said before the show. Yes. Too close to call. That's officially well, too close. It's in the margin of error. It's too close to call. Uh, electoral so, math is still on Hillary's side. Sure. So. But we're just talking about the polls. The polls. Um, I have Scott's one final man. question know, for Steve. Wait, actually, we got I will let him, you know, uh, touch my back. If he answers this question, <laughs> who um, did Stephen... Answer the question, Stephen. That's my advice to you. <laughs> who did Stephen support in the yes. primary? That's a good question. Are you happy to say? Did yeah. you vote? Uh, were you? Are you voted? Uh, are you registered to vote in California, Florida? California. Okay. And who did you uh, support in the uh, primaries? I didn't vote. There you go. Oh. Um, quick question. You have sixty seconds to answer. What did you think about Hillary Clinton taking questions from reporters on her plane? Finally. Yeah, because you've been talking well, about it every show. She listened so, to you. Hack, yeah. and, Hack and Hillary had to take a break there and uh, hide behind a little wall there. But um, I think it's good. I think she needs to continue to do that. I think that it definitely helps her supporters and people who are undecided. I mean, people want to hear from her and, and have uh, all kinds of media ask her random questions and have her kind of be on the fire. All right, so, so you felt that like good. that was a good step. Yeah. All right. See, yeah. that, that, continue on. Look at that. I mean, and Drexel missed it, but you said something nice about Hillary. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, there was a great conversation back and forth in the chat for uh, last week's show mm-hmm. uh, between Kim and Storage Yard Resident, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I don't have time to read it, but just know I enjoyed both of you uh, participating and commenting on the show. So, the show... At Trump Hillary 16, we'll be back next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. And again, follow us at Trump Hillary 16. Like on YouTube, comment and rain on iTunes. For the invisible Drexel Herd <laughs> at Drexel Herd, Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, Scott Moore at SMAN80, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. This has been Trump vs. Hillary. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Clinton Cash. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.